Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a bonus episode of the Butler Did It podcast. I'm your host, Adam Butler, back with another episode. Thank you so kindly for being here. Okay, so I don't know why I call this a bonus episode. I'm putting out two this week because I missed last week. Um, I was sick as a dog, y'all. I was sick as a dog uh, last week. I just couldn't get it. Actually, let me let me let me let me let me clear that up. I was sick. That's why I missed a couple of episodes of What Are Those. I actually recorded an episode with my wife. We went for like two and a half hours. Okay, and it's gonna sound real dumb, but the file was so large, shooting at 4K and all that. The file was so large that I couldn't use it. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't upload it. It took, it was, it was, I have it still. Me and her are going to re-record the episode. Don't worry about it. You, you just, just don't worry about it. Anyway, anyway, that's why I missed last week. So I'm doing an extra episode this week. You're getting two this week. Um, this one will be shorter than the next one. Um, the next one will definitely feature my wife. We're going to talk about the baby journey and something that's been on her heart. Um, so it's kind of going to be her episode. I'll be there, obviously, but something that she wants to discuss, I've been talking about this for weeks, so be on the lookout. That one, you'll probably, by the time you listen to this one, that one will probably be up as well, so don't worry. I wanted to come on here, though, and talk about <laughs> something that I've noticed in the online discourse, something that I feel like is um kind of funny, but when you dig deeper into it, it's not so funny. And that's the reaction to the Freak Nick documentary series. It's the docu-series that's coming to Hulu, produced by Jermaine Dupree and Luke and um, a bunch of other folks. It's going to break down the world-famous Freak Nick now. For folks that's in my age bracket and especially people older, I'm considered to be like an older millennial. So people that are like older, um, you know, older millennials and, and Gen X for sure, y'all remember Freak Nick. Y'all was outside. We was outside when Freak Nick was a thing. Okay. And it's funny just seeing the discourse online because people are cracking a lot of jokes, but some people kind of nervous about the Freak Nick documentary. Like at first I thought that people were just playing like, oh man, you know, I might see my mama on there, but like you realize scared you're going to see your mama on Freak Nick. You realize afraid that you're going to see your auntie Banging like 90 whatever, partying at Black Spring Break or Freak Nick as we call it. Or your or worse. You're gonna see your daddy or your uncle or your big brother or somebody acting a fool at Freak Nick. It's interesting to watch the reaction to this. First off, let me tell you. Let me tell you. And if I sniff a little bit, please forgive me. I'm still got a little bit of the cold. Let me tell you. You ain't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to worry about, okay? So many black folks with the freak dick. You, you, you. The the odds of fighting your mama or your daddy at freak dick acting a fool in some like archive footage are slim to none. But for those that you, those of you that happen to see someone, or maybe you worried about seeing like yourself there, let me adjust my mic a little bit. That's a little bit better. Sorry, guys. For those of you that are concerned about seeing yourself or your loved one 
acting a whole ass at Freaknik. You have to understand that those were different times. That was a different world. We lived in a different world. Myself, I never been to Freaknik. I was too young to go to Freaknik. I used to watch like the little Freaknik videos that you could, you know, the little videos that they were selling. And it wasn't just Freaknik. It was Black Bike Week. It was, I'm from D.C. It was every go-go, the water, the splash parties. Back in like 94, 95, the, the, the junkyard band splash parties, the backyard band splash parties. It was a different time, man. People were disgusting. People were disgusting. Um, I'm tempted to break down like the history of like black parties. I'm tempted to break down like the history of like, you know, how black folks have partied for years. I'm not, I'm not even really prepared to do it. All I'm going to do is go off knowledge and sorry, my baby is in the background. So I want to make sure she's jumping. I don't want to talk too loud because I'm wake my baby up. So I'm going to keep this one quick. I don't know how kids party these days. I know there's a lot of wild stuff going on. Xanax and, you know, perks and all the stuff people take. A lot of times we like to look at the youngins and turn our nose up at them. And say, y'all are wild. Y'all are crazy. How could y'all operate this way? We ain't no different than our parents and how they used to talk about us. And how their parents used to talk about them. The problem is, is that when you dig into our past, it's all sorts of shade and nasty and disgusting behavior. Yeah, I used to go to the go-go and like act a whole fool. And not even like the actual go-go. I'm talking about some Bama's like house party. If you're my age, you know what I'm talking about. Basement house party, set the chairs up. You're trying to get a lap dance or you're trying to get freaked on the wall. And it's disgusting. I can play you songs from my era that are just straight up trifling. Put it in your mouth. Titty ball. <laughs> and I'm laughing even thinking about this. This freak Nick thing is, is crazy. It's crazy. The discussion that's around it. Well, actually, I won't say it's crazy. It's just interesting. The conversation that's around it. You know what else this Freaknik documentary, if it's done right, will expose and it will be a good thing. It will expose that we lived in a completely different world with a complete, complete different set of rules. And fellas, I'm sorry to say. It will expose some really disgusting. Trifling and dangerous thinking. Now. Before I isolate this to black men, because I don't feel like it's fair to only put this on black men. I'm going to tell you that HBO had a brilliant music documentary um, series. I it's I can't remember the name of it, but if you search DMX on like HBO Max, when I was just called Max, one of the episodes was about DMX. Another one was about uh, Woodstock 99. 
Now, if you were around in high school, middle school, you know, if you remember 1999, you remember that Woodstock 99 was a fucking disaster. By all accounts, it ruined the Woodstock brand. Um, it, it, it destroyed any, any idea of moving forward and having a new Woodstock was done after Woodstock 99 all from every aspect I'm talking about the, about the location, the, the, uh, bands that played everything. It was a mess. But one thing that was happening at Woodstock 99 was a culture of rape. Yeah. Yeah, they got a lot of footage of white boys just ripping women's shirts off, groping them. A couple of women got raped at Woodstock 99 at this music festival. And a lot of dudes on camera going, well, you know, if they're going to be showing it off, I mean, and then we're going to grab a lot of girls filling the music and pulling this stuff out or what have you. Young people doing stupid young stuff. And young boys getting dangerous. Alcohol, music, heat, <laughs> all drugs, all of the combinations you need for a dangerous situation for women. Same thing goes for Freak Nick and the old go-go's and splash parties and all of that black bike week and whatever else we came up with at the time drugs alcohol women driving dudes crazy there's a clip floating around online right now uh, from a a True Life Freak Nick, the MTV show True Life. They talk about Freak Nick. I remember that episode. And there's an argument between a brother who's a part of a Greek fraternity and a uh, and a young man and another young woman basically talking about whether or not men had the right to grab on women because the women were choosing to be scantily clad maybe it's not the word look it's right not that scantily clad but you uh wearing revealing clothing and the dude going well i wouldn't do it but you got to understand that if you're going to walk around like this then people are going to grab on you and they're having a debate about it and of course the clip is shortened about you know two minutes because it's on twitter and in social media and of course people are appalled by it as they should be and it's cause it's it's starting a new conversation about rape culture, about men's expectations, about you know um, all of the nasty stuff, slut shaming, all of the stuff that we've been talking about for years. But I'm here to tell you, those conversations were not happening in 1999, and 2000, and 2001, and 97, and 95, and 93. They weren't happening. I know that sounds crazy. I'm happy this documentary is coming out because it's going to shed a light on a conversation that we've been having the me too movement, 
was vital and remains vital because it it exposed not only predators in the entertainment industry, people like Weinstein, people like Bill Cosby, Kevin Spacey, you know, uh, just predatory people, right? But it also forced us to have a conversation about what is and what isn't disrespect, what is and what isn't rape, what is and what isn't abuse, what is and what isn't abuse of power. And a lot of men were unsettled by this conversation because a lot of men realized that, damn, I've been operating in a toxic manner for most of my life. A lot of men, this is hard, it's going to be hard to hear. But a lot of men had realized that they had probably greatly disrespected some woman in their life or during the course of their life and didn't mean it. And I'm not talking about like straight up, like, I'm not, and again, also this, this like defining of what is rape and what isn't like, I'm, I'm not talking about what people have always classically defined as rape. I'm talking about cat calling. I'm talking about all, all of the nasty, disgusting things. Some men had a come to Jesus moment. And that's a good thing. Reason why I'm saying this is because 1999, if you're my age, doesn't feel that long ago, does it? Freaknik don't feel that long ago, does it? And we can laugh and joke about, oh, I might see my mama twerking on camera. That's going to be embarrassing. But now we understand that there's another embarrassing part. By the way, if my mama was twerking at Freaknik, she just was twerking at Freaknik. She was a young woman. I doubt my mom was at Freaknik. But if somebody showed me a video of my mom having fun in the 80s, okay. My daughter's sitting right behind the camera. You know, she might see a video of her father acting a fool. I don't know. It is what it is. But there's a flip side to that embarrassment. It might be your big brother, your uncle, your daddy out there acting a fool. Yes, the environment was wild. The conversation is more complex than, oh, you wrong, right? Yes, the environment called for a lot of nasty and disgusting behavior. Absolutely. But that don't mean that the men can't control themselves. But in order for people to know right from wrong and as a society for us to really understand what's right from wrong it's for us to call out the wrong it's for us to call out the disgusting the disrespectful I ain't talking about counseling people I'm talking about calling it out I could tell you a thousand stories about people I've known. I won't name no names. I won't even give details. Dudes that have thought it was okay to do some pretty bad things. Well, some pretty nasty things. Put themselves in really bad situations. I had a student once. I used to teach about 10 plus years ago. I had a student once. Put himself in a really bad situation. Blew up in his face. I had to tell him, you're the one that controls that situation. You control you. That wasn't being taught 
in the 90s and the 80s. I'm telling you. It was, we had it the Freak Nick and all the freaks going to be there and it's free range to just do whatever. I'm going to the splash party and it's a pool party and I'm going yeah, to pull somebody's bra down today. Yeah, I'm going to throw her in the water. Yeah, we're going to have fun. And she ain't going to do nothing but laugh about it because why, what else can a woman do in that situation but just giggle and, and hope it don't get worse for her? Men, you always in control of what you do. It don't matter what a woman got on. You're not a monster, unless you are. You're always in control. See, I'm looking forward to the Freaknik documentary. <laughs> not only because it's going to be just nostalgic and see all the wow, but also because it's going to be some lesson learned, some lessons learned. And we shouldn't fear that. We shouldn't fear that. You shouldn't fear seeing some woman you knew in your life being free and having fun. You should fear seeing her being abused, though. And if the conversation is off-putting and the men are saying things that you can't believe, understand that it was from a different time, and we got to learn from that time. We got to learn from that era. We can never stop learning about these things. We'll never get to a point where we're just good because we aren't. Fellas, you got to continue to teach young men what is and isn't respect, especially when it comes to women. Only we can teach that to men, to boys. That's it. So I'll be tuned into the Freak Dick documentary. Not because I'm worried about my auntie or, 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 or whoever shaking her ass in Atlanta. Okay, nah. But because I'm interested to see and hear what the mindset was back then. And I'm interested to see what the next step of the conversation will be. And I'm interested to see what the next step of the conversation will be since we want to have this freak Nick conversation. So let's really have it. Let's really have it. So we can begin to make serious change inside of our culture, especially within the mind of young men when it comes to dealing with women at a party, at a music festival, when there's drink involved, whatever. If we start the program, and if it takes seeing your uncle or cousin so-and-so saying some stupid shit and freak Nick back in 97 or whatever year it was, so be it. Alright? That's my thoughts on that. Listen, have you smelled your hair today? Does your hair smell like outside? We need to go get Lock Juice and spray your braids or your locks, afro, or even your beard. Lock Juice is a natural hair freshener made with rose water and essential oils. Perfect for adding moisture and shine. Lock Juice has 12 scents available for all hair types, including herbal, sweet, and earthy scents. Right now, you can go to getlockjuice.com. That's getlockjuice.com today and get 25% off while supplies last. 
real quick um i don't do a lot of tv reviews and stuff like this on the show anymore there was a point on the older version of the show i used to do like a game of thrones breakdown it was like the last season of game of thrones and i was really wanting to do a breakdown of that. i don't really do that anymore but i will say i will say that it's the last season of succession it's a lot of great shows going off air succession is going off air barry is going off air snowfall is going off air snowfall is excellent by the way snowfall is excellent really quick before i talk about succession snowfall is excellent if you like breaking bad you'll like snowfall we do this thing with like especially with like black content where we just clump certain things in certain categories we don't allow the creatives to be different right like atlanta was a different show insecure was a different show than atlanta by the way you understand where i'm going with this so snowfall is not power no disrespect to the power verse and bmf and all that 50 is over there making a certain type of programming we get it snowfall is and i hate to have to compare it to like a white show but like just for the sake of conversation snowfall has a lot of the same like themes of breaking bad of the sopranos shows like that man it's it is it's about more than just like a drug dealer it's a really deep deep dive on a young man and if you give him enough what will happen to him is really really cool um john singleton as you know created that show he has passed on it's going off air the last episode is next week i believe if you can't binge snowfall it's got a lot of a lot of harsh scenes in it it could be a tough watch sometimes but it's a great show okay now succession succession is a show that a lot of black people try to stay away from because they see rich white people and they you know i know we how we are these days but i'm telling you check out succession especially the last episode of succession people aren't lying it was one of the best episodes in television history it was so well done succession is such an interesting look at the uh ruling class in america man and it's funny and all of that but it's also just a look at like people that are born into that much wealth right and how they act and how they see the world is really 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 interesting it's drama at its best i can't recommend succession enough if you haven't checked it out succession and snowfall dope shows man dope shows man check them out please take your boys word for it okay all right two episodes this week um i don't care what order you listening to them man just listen thank you so much for checking out the butler did it podcast both on every podcast platform and on youtube you guys are amazing thank you for being patient with me i'm about to hop off this microphone because my baby girl is starting to wake up she's back there yeah yeah i see you girl she, she's waking up she's squirming around so she need daddy attention yeah y'all probably heard her so i'm gonna get ready to roll out but i appreciate you guys remember to mind your mental health okay mind your mental health do that for your boy please 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 okay mind your physical health it's super important Oh, before I go, I, how could I forget? I'm sorry, y'all. I got to tell you, check out the What Are Those podcast. Check out the What Are Those podcast on the Up On Game Network. If you go to Apple or wherever, iHeart is where we really house the show. Or on YouTube, search Up On Game Network. You can watch the What Are Those podcast or listen to the What Are Those podcast. That's my sneaker pod, all sneaker culture, the art of sneaker culture. I interview dope people, do a lot of cool things over on there. All right? Like I was saying, mind your mental health. Mind your physical health. And ladies and gentlemen, please, whatever you do, continue and never forget to be great. I'm up out of here.